are listening to the sermon podcast of Covenant Presbyterian Church. We are a community in Madison, Wisconsin, who gathers to worship, to learn, to serve, and to grow together in God's love. Please visit us online at www.covenantmadison.org, where you can find information about Covenant Ministries, as well as links to our online worship services and sermon podcasts. I'm in a seminary class, and there are seminary classes for everything, and there's one in worship planning that I'm in right now, and we were talking about children's messages. This is not part of the sermon. This is just a monologue. And the idea of a children's message is that it distills the idea of the sermon down to two minutes, five minutes, 30 minutes, whatever your church needs. And it's great, and it's important for the children, it's important for the congregation, but it is really hard to follow when they take your entire sermon and boil it down to two minutes. So um, this is going to be longer than two minutes, and I appreciate you being here in person, online, and maybe you're listening to the podcast version of this. That's also fantastic. Do you guys know we have a podcast? Yeah, our podcast is just our sermon, so if you want to listen to this at double speed, you absolutely can do that. You can't do that right now. Let's listen to the words of scripture. Our scripture reading today comes from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verses 26, 24 through 26. God said, let the earth produce every kind of living thing, livestock, crawling things, and wildlife. And that's what happened. God made every kind of wildlife every kind of livestock, and every kind of creature that crawls on the ground. God saw how good it was. Then God said, let us make humanity in our image to resemble us so that they may take charge of the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, all the earth, and all the crawling things on earth. Let's say a quick prayer. God of all creation, you made all of this. You made the creatures that crawl and the birds that fly, and you made us. In your image, we are here to listen and serve you as our God and to be a servant to the world you made. In Jesus' name, amen. This past fall, I went with some of our youth to the Stronghold Retreat Center. Throughout the weekend, there was an assortment of activities, panels, and opportunities to learn. And one of the sessions I had the privilege of sitting in on was the No Questions Off Limits session. I, as a seminary student, alongside two ordained pastors, got into a circle with an assortment of middle and high school students from across the Midwest and prepared to, if not answer, at least discuss any question they had. At some point, the question came up, is it ethical to eat meat? After some silent reflection, there was a slew of responses. But I love burgers. Wouldn't the meat just go bad if we didn't buy it off the shelves? How can one person changing their eating habits change the world? After the initial hubbub, As the good seminary student, I pulled out my Bible and read the passage that I just read to you all earlier. We are to take charge 
And that might mean we care a little bit more about the animals we interact with and the meat we choose to eat. Before some of you close your tab on YouTube or walk out of the sanctuary or just tune out, this isn't a sermon on veganism. This sermon doesn't answer the question, is it ethical to eat meat? Just as the brief time I had with the youth didn't answer that question. But what we can do is we can set a precedent to look at the divine word of God in the Bible, to pray and to think about what it means to love creation before we get too far into the nitty gritty of what's right and wrong. There are two creation accounts in the book of Genesis. The first creation account focuses on the day-by-day -day story of what all is made each day. Each day is something beautiful and special that God makes. The language we use in a program called Godly Play, or maybe you know it as Kaleidoscope, is this. On the sixth day, God gave us the gift of all the creatures to walk upon the earth. The creatures that walk on two legs, like you and me, and all the creatures that walk with many legs. When God saw the creatures that walk with two legs and the creatures that walk with many legs, he said, like all the other days, it is very good. And that was the end of the sixth day. What I love about this telling of the sixth day is there's nothing about the power hierarchy of humans and animals of the earth. The translation of the Bible that we read from today comes from the Common English Bible, and it uses the phrase, take charge. This is compared to some other translations that you might have heard of, like rule over or have dominion over. I struggle with these other interpretations of the Hebrew text because the English connotation of ruling and dominion are so much harsher. Ruling over something or someone creates this idea of a ruler and someone being ruled. The hierarchy of power is embedded in that language. The language of having ruling and dominion is one that's been used to support this idea of submission and conquest of all the other creatures of the earth who walk and crawl. There is an outdated but still present idea that we're, we can just do what we will with nature and push onward and upward to control the earth. Not that this is something we might see with our next door neighbors or ourselves, but like many antiquated ideologies, they potentially permeate into our everyday. And it's something we have to actively unlearn. We're given power by God. This charge we have over the earth and the green things and the creatures that fly, swim, and crawl. It's an important charge that God has gifted to us as humanity that has been made in the image of God. The beautiful thing about the creation account in Genesis 1 is that it has a delineation of things that just happen each and every day. And there's a rhythmic pairing of these days, light and dark, waters of the sky and waters of the earth, dry lands and the plants that come onto that dry land, creatures that fly and swim. And finally, we get to the sixth day and how not only was God on this creative bend making land animal after land animal, but God made us. There's something humbling about this narrative, emphasizing the pairing of humanity with the creatures of the land. 
We, as humans, did not get our own day. God, though making us in their image, made us share this time with all the land creatures of the earth. We're given charge over the animals, but at the end of the day, pun intended, haha, thank you. The narrative says we came into this together. The idea that we are God's creation, taking charge, moves us away from a dominion and hierarchical view of those animals under our care and moves us towards a partnership. We work alongside the animals to till the earth, to feed one another, and to cultivate God's creation. There's a mutual respect when we think of our work with the creatures of the earth as a partnership. When planting our garden, we can thank the birds, the squirrels, the worms that bring life to the soil. When we eat meat, we can thank the animals that gave its life for us to have food. Even when we don't eat meat, we can thank the animals and the ground and the conditions of the earth that allowed for that grain or vegetable to be on our plate. When we change our perspective of this relationship of the earth from one of dominion and rule to one of partnership and companionship, some beautiful things can happen. You can see the world in a whole new light. The intertwinings of God's earth and the things we need to happen will sort of crop up. So how can I partner with God's green earth in the little piece that I've been given? How can I bring love to it? I'm not a gardener, and I'll be the first one to say that. My husband will be the second one to say that. And I'm not saying the best next step is for you to walk out of the sanctuary or close your YouTube tab and say, I'm going to go to Home Depot and prepare for spring. You're welcome to, but that's not everybody's gift. But there's something for us to take with us out of these sanctuary or internet doors. I can thank the earth for what it has given me. I can thank the trees for the sermon notes that are being printed on them. I can thank the chickens who laid the eggs to nourish me this morning so I don't get hangry. I can thank the fellow humans that helped inspire this sermon. I can thank the snow for the magnificent wonder that brings childlike joy out of so many of us. I can thank God for a world they made, for me to keep and work with for just a little while. A world that needs more care than dominion. For us to walk alongside creation instead of making it submit to our needs. One of my favorite translations of the New Testament is called the First Nations Version. The First Nations Version recounts Christian scripture through the tradition of native storytellers' oral cultures. It translates 1 Corinthians 3.9 this way. For we are working side by side with the help of the Great Spirit. You are Creator's garden where he grows good fruit, and you are the sacred lodge where he has chosen to live. We are the sacred lodge. God, the creator of the universe, has chosen to live. We must take that knowledge and responsibility and use it to support the world we were given. We were made in God's image to serve not only God, but to serve this world. We can go out today 
and serve alongside creation, just as we have since the very beginning. Thank you.